We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Saturday matinee edition of KFTV Post Game Live presented by Manscaped. Knicks head out west for four games, already down one after losing to the Sacramento Kings. They go to L.A. now for the first of two against the Clippers and Lakers, respectively. No Jalen Brunson for this one. Uh, and the Knicks battled. You know, this was a physical matchup. Emmanuel quickly was able to find his groove. R.J. Barrett had his moments. But in a pivotal moment in this game, when you needed your star players to come through, you had a Julius Randle meltdown to end the third quarter. And that, after the Knicks were up by one point, would allow the Clippers to gain a 9-0 run headed into the fourth quarter. And that was pretty much all she wrote, man. Kawhi Leonard, the claw took over and uh, buried the Knicks, man. Knicks lose 106 to 95 and now find themselves on a three-game losing streak, folks. Soul-searching time. Scut check time. I'll tap in. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Call mm-hmm. us up. 657-383-1509. Or you can hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. CP the franchise, JD Sports Talk on the ones and twos. JD, great job on the play-by-play. That was probably the only win of the day because the Knicks are now down three games in a row. Tough one to lose in L.A. Uh, As I said, no Jalen Brunson once again, although Tom Thibodeau has said that the X-rays have come back negative on his foot and he'll be day-to-day. But as I said, opening it up, you know, yes, IQ, good game. And you had some some some, some moments. Um, you, you had some moments from, hang on, do we got JD? JD, we got you here? I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I hear everything you're saying. I just, it looks like I'm just frozen. Yeah, it looks like you're on frozen. The, on the, um, I'm good on the, on the back, on the back end, but it looks oh, like I'm on the line. Hang on. I'm frozen somewhere. No, we got you back now. We got you back now. A little technical difficulties. We got you back now. But anyway, as I was saying, man, um, 
look, you needed your stars to be stars in this game. With, with Kawhi Leonard putting pressure on this team, we had no answers for him, whether it was uh, Josh Hart guarding him, Julius guarding him, RJ guarding him. The, the claw is back, playing at an absolute MVP level. 38 points today for, for Kawhi Leonard. Paul George had his moments in this game, 22 for George. So as I say, you needed your stars to be stars. And with the Knicks as much, down by as much as 14-16 uh, in this game, they were up by one with a couple seconds left in the third quarter, 74 to 73. Um, and you just saw the way the refs, the way the refs were letting this thing play. I'm a guy, I'm a, I'm a let this thing play kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's fair on both ends. But it was getting very physical out there. And Clippers were getting away with, 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 with grabbing arms, and it was getting a little chaotic out there. And I just knew that the longer this was gonna go. Julius was gonna he was he was gonna he was gonna lose it. <laughs> he was gonna become unhinged. And that's what we saw. You saw Julius Randle almost catch Mason Plumley with a little elbow, a little chin check, if you will. You know, it, it works in the 90s, but in this day and age, you can't do that. And then you had he had to be separated by Tibbs, had to be separated by, you know, him and Fournier going at it. And Ultimately, Johnny Bryant had to separate him. Can't win that way, man. Your your stars have to be leaders, bro. Your, your stars have to be leaders. And this is gut check time for this team. How do you respond now? Your, your three-game losing streak that you're now tied with the Nets for the fifth spot in the East. The Heat have won last night. Now you're only two and a half games up on the Heat with two games left to play against them. So how do you respond when your back is against the wall? One of your stars is down. And if Julius can't be that other guy to rally the troops, these guys are going to be cooked, man. So we could call it passion and they weren't getting the calls and maybe he's tired, but at the end of the day, you still got to impact winning and come through for your team. If your shots aren't falling, you still have to be able to come through for your team some way, somehow, whether it's playing defense, getting after it, getting a loose ball, playmaking. You, you got to stay level-headed, man, for the sake of the team. Your, your thoughts on this game, bro? Man, the tale of two halves tonight. Uh, tough loss for the team. And it, it's mostly, you know, going into today, I already expected a very, you know, very challenging game because you're playing a mostly out of, you know, Norman Powell was out tonight, but it was mostly a, uh, it's mostly a healthy Clippers team. And it's also a Clippers team that is starting to get it together. They're on a three game winning streak. Now, uh, you know, they, they were struggling to figure things out with Russell Westbrook, but now they, they're looking to find some chemistry and, and Kawhi Leonard has been a monster. So the Knicks caught the Clippers at the wrong time of the season. and. However, you know, the way the game was going, the Knicks had a chance. Knicks, got a, Knicks were up one uh, close to end the third quarter there. And to me, the game changed when Julius Randle just unraveled. Uh, he unraveled on, on the court. He unraveled on the Clippers. He unraveled on his own team. I mean, he was yelling at everyone that was coming close except Johnny Bryant. Johnny Bryant seems to be the only yeah. guy on the Knicks bench that has a semblance of a chance uh, to calm him down. 
the you know, one Julian. the one guy, not to cut you off, the one guy who went down to Dallas in the offseason to tell him, this is what we need from you. You have to check that at the door. The organization realized it was a problem, bro, and sent Johnny Bryan to Texas to address the situation. Right. And, and we saw it out on the floor tonight where, you know, Julius was yelling at the video coordinator. Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau grabbed Julius. It got as bad as Tom yeah. Thibodeau had to grab Julius Randle and even Julius shoved his hands off of him. Quick, quickly came from the side, and he's telling Quickly, don't talk to me. Like, left and right, any player that was coming up to him, and the only guy that was able to get through him and able to at least calm him down some, get him to go back to the bench and sit down, was Johnny Bryant. So there you could tell that Johnny Bryant has a close relationship with Julius, and 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 Bryant is the only guy that, that seems to get through to him. We, the most discouraging thing is when you learn something negative in a bad loss and tonight what we learned I think can actually be more detrimental and more concerning moving forward than anything else to happen and to me what I learned today is one Julius needs Jalen Brunson back in the worst way we need, we need him seems he needs him back in the worst way because I thought that maybe if we can get elite point guard play elite guard play from someone other than Jalen Brunson, that that will have a positive trickle-down effect on Julius. And tonight, Emmanuel quickly had a 26-point game, but that seemed to make no difference to Julius Randle. So maybe Julius just needs a Jalen Brunson to get back into the game. And then secondly, what I've learned is I'm concerned, CP. I'm concerned about the playoffs. I'm, I'm not concerned about the Knicks' ability to win the playoffs. I'm not concerned about the Knicks' ability to potentially upset a Cleveland Cavaliers in the playoffs. I'm not concerned about the roster that we have that can accomplish that. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about Julius Randle in the playoffs. And the crazy thing is, how can I be more concerned about him in terms of his mindset, his demeanor, his body language, than in his actual play? Because I think he can play decent. If Brunson's in the game, I think he'll do well. But maybe he won't. because. Crunch time is here. Games are starting to get intense. The games are starting to mean something. And it seems like he is just quite not ready yet for the challenge. And this this is the thing, bro. It's not going to get any easier. Now you are in a battle. Yes, teams go through their ups and downs. They go through their highs and lows throughout a season, right? This Clipper team is still trying to get themselves together after the trade deadline, despite... Kawhi Leonard playing well. You see the Lakers. You see the Lakers tomorrow. Lakers trying to survive uh, the, the the LeBron injury, but they're starting to have their their peaks right now. It happens, but do you have the mental toughness to get through it? I'm sure they want to talk about how many games he's played and and maybe he's banged up. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's feeling it. He looks weary out there. You could see it all over his face. But this is what we've seen over the last three years, bro. And it's it's major. You are. This is your team. Brunson is not here. This is your team. And I understand the shots were not falling. I thought the Clippers did a great job on him. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to Ty Lue's comments on that. I thought the Clippers did do a great job on him. But as you see the way the game is going, you've got to lock in mentally, man. Mental toughness. This is mental gut check time. Mental fortitude is what separates the goods from the greats. 
You could have all the talent in the world, but if you're not there for your team mentally, they're on their own. Who else is gonna who else is gonna deliver for them tonight? Especially when Kawhi Leonard is, is absolutely cooking them. So, you know, this is what I'm saying, man. It's like, can we trust this guy in a big spot? Because in the playoffs, you're going to be playing like this. It's going to be physical. It's going to be tight. They're going to be grabbing you. They're going to be sending two, three guys at you. As soon as you put the ball on the floor, guys are guys are on your back. If he complained about today's refereeing, <laughs> right. the playoffs, they, they, they're going to let more go than what they even let go today. That's right. That's right. So, so this is not just, well, this just happened one time. This is not just, you know, no, we're not throwing everything out the window. What he did, he's an all-star. He's been great this year. That's not to, to put any of that past him. But this is about money time. Where will you be when it's money time? And will you be able to get through it? Because that's what the best of the best do, man. They're able to get through it. And I just don't know. You know, and, I just don't know, bro. And, you know, the mental toughness part, you know, you don't have to be demonstrative. You don't have to be vocal to display mental toughness. Just look at what happened today, CP. Look at what happened on the other side Correct. in terms of mental toughness. You could be a quiet assassin, assassin. And, and display mental toughness. Kawhi Leonard in the first half today had 11 points. And we talked about it, 10 points. And we talked about it in the play-by-play where he was 5 of 11. And I, and I told everyone that was watching, he only attempted one three. He was all of one from three in the first half, yep. took 11 shots, made five. But it wasn't really an impactful 10 points. Uh, the Knicks looked like they were doing a great job on him in the first half. But I mentioned, he's going to turn up here to start the third because this is a player that just has a great understanding of the game. He has a great understanding of where, what his role is and how he can impact the game and when, at what times he can impact the game. And what did he do? In the second half of the game, he had a whole new ball game. 28 points. He only missed two shots 18 points in the in second the third half. quarter, bro. 18 points in the third quarter for Kawhi Leonard. 28 for the half, 18 in the third. He took five threes as opposed to one in the, in the first half, he took five threes in the second half, made three of those five, and that's how you show mental toughness. Yeah. That's how you show mental toughness. It doesn't have to be loud and, and yelling at someone and cursing at someone. So it's like, Julius, you need to understand, and, and you're going to play the Tyron Lou clip, um, and we're going to talk about that, because I think, CP, that's going to continue to be the game plan the game against plan. him. Yeah. It's going to be strategy. And he needs to understand that when those moments happen, it's premeditated from the opponent. They Correct. want you to get to that Correct. spot. They want you to get to, to a point where you lose concentration Correct. and it's a detriment to the team. Because guess what? Guess what, Julius? You're actually that good. That's why it's happening. Like, like this is this is now wild strategies from opponents trying to figure out some way to stop you. Because guess what? When you're on your game, not many players in the NBA can stop you. That's right. That's right. And you have to understand that. It's like, this is actually showing respect. You can't give in to that. That's right. And And that's what I'm concerned about, CP, is when the moment comes, I would hate to come on this postgame in the playoffs, CP, and we're talking about how we lost the game because something that's not on the court. 
because of, right. you know, a lack of concentration, because of a debacle like what happened in the third quarter. Because to me, look, look how the Knicks came back. The Knicks came out of, the, uh, out of that play not knowing Done. how to rotate on defense. They just Done. lost it. 9-0 run between that point. They were up by one. That was 74-83. Between that point, which is seconds left in the third, into the fourth, the Clippers were on a 9-0 run. And once that, once that happened, that was it. They took the wind completely out of their sails, bro. Because it's already a talented deep team that you're up against. So every, every inch matters. You know, it, it's tough, man. And, and who knows them best but Mar- Marcus Morris. You know what I mean? Like, look at the battle. Mook knows. He knows how to get him off his game, man. So, uh, you know, again, just just um, just disappointing. But for a team where the expectations have ratcheted up, man. The expectations have ratcheted up. And because of that, we're going to expect more from your star plays. It's, it's not about not making shots. It's about how you weather the storm. And he, he, just, he just couldn't. The whole entire team had to hold him back, bro. The whole ent- even the coach had to physically restrain him. Derrick Rose off the bench. Him and Fournier going at it. You know Fournier's like, bro, what are you doing, man? You know what's crazy, Pete? Was the play that serious for you to get like that? Like, that's the other thing right. to it that, that's not going to get talked about was, all right, all right, Randall, you're upset. Fine. But was the play that you got upset about, was it that serious? Right. Like, I was doing the play-by-play. It's not like I said, whoa, they missed the call. What happened? That, was a, like, that wasn't my reaction. Like, what was it? And to yeah. me, and, and what, what gets me more upset is, Sometimes at that point, he was three of 19. Mm. He was three of 19 at that moment. And I talked about how maybe he's just making this scene as an excuse for his, for his game. Because that's what happens sometimes. It's, mm-hmm. it's like you're so frustrated with how you played that you look for an outside factor to kind of make, try to mask what's actually happening. And that, to me, is a player that, at least for today, because I have to give him credit in other instances early in the season where he was taking accountability on postgame. He was holding himself accountable. But today, that was gone. He did not held. He was not accountable at all for his performance because, to me, he made that whole scene to try to mask his atrocious performance today. And that, to me, is even more frustrating where you try to, you know, you're yelling at your own teammate because you was trash tonight. And you know what happens as well, CP, is, and I hope this doesn't happen, teammates get upset. They get mad when they lose, and it wasn't because of the basket, like what happened on, on the, the court, court in between those lines. There's nothing that frustrates a player ball than a player to go home and say, yo, that team wasn't even better than us. We could have beat them. That's right. But we lost because of this person wants to act like a fool. Like, that is infuriating right. for a teammate. And so... You know, it doesn't get any easier. We're right back at it tomorrow and right back at it on, on a bigger spotlight. Same state, same arena, yeah. same place, different team, and actually a higher stakes. And I think Hungry tomorrow's time. game is also on national television. Hungry team. Against the Lakers. ESPN. Against Anthony Davis. So AD. Coming up against he has 24 a hours AD to get boy. it together. Yeah. His AD is not playing any games right now. Also playing at a high level. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. KFTV Post Game Live presented by Manscaped. CP and JD on the ones and twos. 
Uh, just, you know, just just reacting to a frustrating night, man. But call us up, 657-383-1509. Or you can hit us up on the KFTV Discord. Shout out to Kane Marcos, uh, channel member. Sends a $20 super chat. Says, uh, says Randall's acting like a big child and a bully to his own teammates. Imagine if he displayed even half of the professionalism of Evan, Obi, and D. Rose. He's just weak, and I hate that I let him fool me when Brunson hit it. Pathetic. Kane Marco going in. Uh, Russell Whiskey, fight out Super Chest. I want an apology from every fan who apologized to Randall. <laughs> oh, man. Old your apologies. Punch forever, fight out Super Chest. Without Brunson, Randall will self destruct. It's money time. Kevin Mins said, fight out Super Chest. Julie snapping on our guys will do to the Knicks what Draymond Green's punch the pool has done to the dubs. Can't have we, it, man. And yeah. We should play the video if we get it. I actually sent Which it one? to you because. The the Randall, they have it. I sent it to you oh, in the DMs. Let, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. In the meantime, Dave G on the Discord. Go ahead and unmute your mic, Dave. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. How you feeling, bro? I mean, I'm frustrated, but yeah. it is what it is. Hang in there. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been able to cover because I've just been able to hop on the show. I was mm-hmm. doing something. But, uh, like, Tom, like, Tibbs has to do something about our pick and roll defense, man. It's yeah. infuriating watching it. Just do the try and get over the screen every time, especially RJ getting killed it's late. in the pick and roll, especially yeah. against high profile, high power offensive people like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta hedge your hedge your big hard every once in a while. You gotta mm-hmm. trap something every like you gotta do something. You gotta change it up. That's just it's infuriating because then you just let these backdoor cuts just causes momentum swings. Yeah. It's it's something that, and that's on Tibbs. I mean, obviously RJ's got to get over the screen better and whatnot, but I'm not about to kill RJ. He's 22 years old, and I know everybody wants to kill RJ. He hasn't been good this year, but he's 22 years old. Yeah. So I'll, I'm gonna give him a little bit longer. But it's a frustrating loss. But it is what it is. You're playing against PG and Kawhi. They're playing out of their minds. They're healthy. They're really good. It just shows the difference in the class, especially without Jalen Brunson. I'm not gonna get too down the doldrums. We just won nine games in a row against good teams. So. Shout out, you guys. Keep it up. Let's get to 75K. Yeah, Let's go, Knicks, baby. Come Pre- on. Appreciate you, Dave. Hang in there, man. Hang in there. Frust- frustrating nights all across the board, man. Um, yeah, and as he said, uh, you want to see the pick and roll coverage improve? Knicks got killed back door for most of the night. And, uh, you know, that that's just how it goes, man. Let me, let me see if I can find this uh, Randall footage. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. Um, here we go. So to everybody in chat. Everybody in that footage got 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 the business. Every, from everybody. Pointy everybody. Video coordinator. There we go. You, you got Tibbs holding him up. D Rose. Johnny Bryan. Obi. The lady behind the bench is concerned. <laughs> He's like, what the hell's going on? I mean, Grimes. He's giving you a play-by-play right now of it. Yeah. Is is Fournier like, bro? This is embarrassing. What is going on here? You know, you gotta hold it together, man. It's it's it's, it's scut check time, man. You got gotta hold it together, man. Shout out to Chuck D. Ryan Mammal, Chuck D. Ten out super chats. It's simply the downside of short rotation. One injury throws off everything. I can't blame Julius. Can't blame Tibbs. He can't coach eleven. Julius can't dominate alone. We won't win without this team being intact. Yeah, definitely need the uh, definitely need Brunson, no question. Um, I I would have opted to go with Rose in, in some of those bench minutes, but it is what it is. 
Yeah, that, I thought that was interesting. You mentioned that in the play-by-play. You said yeah. you wanted Rose to get minutes. I was, I was looking. I was looking at it. You know, I was looking at it. I, I would like to see what that would have looked like. And you're looking at it from a, like an offensive standpoint, off the a bench, little bit, yeah. Because it's like, right? look, I, I understand he, he's taking a step back skills wise for all the time catches up with everybody, but he still has it up here. The cerebral, the smarts, to in a, in a pressure cooker situation to make good decisions. I can still trust him to do that. You know what I mean? And even just just as just as a facilitator of the offense, I trust him to get that done more than 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 McBride at this point. It's a pivotal stretch. Play development is out the window, right? We we mm. focus on playoffs time, on extra basketball, April basketball, and we down we down with Jalen Brunson, man. Like, I would have late looked to make that adjustment. I mean, the Knicks chick made a funny point. She said, you know, you could tell D Rosen coming in the game, his hair's not even in in a tie. He let his hair down on the bench, <laughs> so he he already knew he wasn't coming in the game at any time soon. You know, and that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, he, he's not he's not that guy anymore. He's not even the guy that was here two years ago. But up here on when I'm on the road, I'm playing a veteran team and a tough team, tough physical team. I would I would have went there off the bench and see what that could have gotten. You know, um, once again, you know, stats wise wasn't a good night from downtown. Twenty two percent, seven to thirty one from the field. One thing you did like, they got to the free throw line and they were converting 24-27 from the charity stripe, 88% from, from the free throw line, um, which, which was good for them. You want to see them do that more, especially when the shots weren't falling. That was the only thing that, you know, halfway kept them in the game. So all around, just uh, just a tough one. And then on the flip side, like I said, uh, the claw was the claw. 38 points for Kawhi Leonard. Not, not a person who could stop him. And that uh, is all the makings of a tough night. 14 to 22 for Leonard. 22 for Paul George. CP, my, one, of the, one, of, one of the concerns now without Jalen Brunson, and it's not like Jalen Brunson shoots a lot of threes, but the, it, there's just something about sometimes when your leader is there, your best player is there. Uh, because if one thing I think, I know there's been, we've been back and forth this year on, you know, there's stretches where we say Randall's the best player on the team. And Brunson, to me, Brunson's always been the best player on the team Mm -hmm. just because of the other things that he brings in terms of winning. Mm -hmm. And you saw it tonight with with Julius Randle showing you the other side. And the concern right now is you mentioned the percentage that they shot tonight. Um, The Knicks are shooting 22% from three their last three games. 22% from three. In their last three, uh, last uh, three games, like that's yeah, and they shot thirty five percent overall from the right. field today. But, but um, a lot, a lot of that was Julius from beyond the arc. You know, during right. that nine game stretch when they were shooting damn near close to forty. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you still got Obi zero of four, Grimes zero yeah. of four. That's zero yeah. of eight between those two guys, mm-hmm. and quickly missed five free throws, mm-hmm. and Barrett one of three. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, Julius. Shot three of 10, 30%. Um, but their, their three-point shooting has been atrocious their last uh, um, three games. Three games. Yeah. Julius himself is shooting 22% the last three games. Yeah. 20, 22% Julius Randle the last three games. That's, that's just... Yeah. <laughs> he's seven of 31 his last three games. Right. 
And that, so we're back to him being, you know, Julius of of last year. And, and that's the thing for me is when, especially when they get to the playoffs, which team will they be? Will shooting wise, efficiency wise, will they be that team that we saw off the nine game winning streak, or did that team just get hot? Because one of the things, especially in the playoffs, the teams that end up being good teams that advance, you got to be an efficient shooting team. You got to be an efficient shooting team, whether it's from three or it's getting high percentage buckets inside the arc, inside the paint. You know, and that's one thing that we can count on Brunson for. But, you know, what, you know, which Julius shows up there? How will he be shooting efficiently? Will he be able to attack the basket? Will RJ be able to finish around the rim? And because if you can't, you're going to be cooked. They haven't shot one game in the last three games. They haven't even reached 30%. Right, All right. 27% versus Charlotte, 11 of 40. Uh, 26% against the Kings, 13 of 50. And yeah. tonight, 7 of 31, 22%. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they better make some threes tomorrow against the Lakers. They want to win. Got to. And, and this Laker defense, that's, that's one thing that the Lakers have been able to hang their hat on since Darvin Ham was there, is that their defense has been on point. You know, without LeBron, sometimes without AD, like their defense has been able to be consistent. And you're even seeing that with this new crop of players that they have. So they added Jared Vanderbilt. I was just about to say the Vanderbilt effect, the Vanderbilt effect, the way AD is playing, you know, they get after it and they're versatile now. So that's one thing. That's one reason why the Lakers are now, what, what do they say? One game out of the sixth place in the West? Yep. So. This, you know, this, this, this won't be a cakewalk tomorrow either. They got to tighten up and tighten up fast. Uh, to the Discord we go. Rack City, go ahead and unmute your mic. Rack City, Rack City. Rack City going once. I don't think Rack City's ready. He's not ready for the big show. Okay. All right, Rack City, we're going to drop you off. Salute to everybody in the chat. Uh, let's get to the phones. We got some people in here. Let me hear from... Uh, Rambo from Tampa. He's always Mr. Optimist. Uh, we haven't heard from We didn't even hear from him during the nine-game streak. Rambo, what's going on, man? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, you know, I wasn't going to call. We was on the street. I wasn't trying to break it. I wasn't trying to jinx it. You know? And, 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 and additionally to that, you know, I was sleeping real easy. I heard everybody, I heard everybody just more relaxed. So I was falling asleep during during the games. It was so everything was so calm and comfortable. I loved it. It was perfect, you know. So and, so and so I now that it, now that there's a little bit of turmoil, that is a little bit of challenge, a little bump in the road, and you come back. 
Give us some optimism because we need it. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what I that's what I'm definitely coming here to do because I can't call while we up. You know, you it's easy to knock a man while he's down. Okay. You know? Okay. That's easy to do. So I'm just here to pick y'all up, man. Because for me, and the way I look at this year already is that we are exceeding expectations already. Remember, we were talking about the play in right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Randall, he was an all-star, and Randall, his he's his own worst enemy. He's his own worst enemy. I I I've been through this, I've been through that. That's why I go so hard for RJ. Because truthfully, RJ has a bad game. He doesn't affect the, the rest of the team. Randall has a bad game. He pulls us, the rest of us down. But we need him to turn that around so that, you know, possibly, you know, the offseason, we could, we could find him a new place. Good night. <laughs> All right. So there was, there was Rambo's optimism. We need him to get back up so we can trade him. <laughs> there goes oh, Rambo. Wow. That, that optimism is certainly going to help this season. Yeah. I, I was Great not, deadline's over. That's right. You have to wait, that's right. have to wait for the offseason to make that happen. I, I was not expecting that one, but uh, that was a good laugh nevertheless. Shout out to Rambo from Tampa. So to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Knicks lose, man. A tough one to the Clippers, 106. To 95. Here was uh here was Ty Lu's comments on the on the game and, and their game plan for, for one Julius Randle. Here was Ty Lu's courtesy of uh Bally Sports West. Pay attention, people. Pay yep. attention. The biggest thing is just defensively. I think those two guys um locking into the other team's best players and, and taking that challenge. And so um, when they're playing at a high level defensively, you know, we're a different team. I thought we did a good job of taking care of the basketball. You know, only 10 turnovers tonight. And um, you know, when we got Kawhi out, um he played the whole third quarter. To start the fourth, I thought PG really came in and offensively just kind of took over that game to kind of give us a good cushion. And then in that first half. The Knicks grabbed a ton of offensive boards and got a lot of points in transition. What changed in the second half? Well, we talked about it at halftime, and, you know, when teams shoot 35% from the field, they're going to get some offensive rebounds. But the ones that we got to take care of, I thought we hit, you know, Mitchell on a few of them, but he's just so long and athletic. You know, it's tough to get to him all the time. But as long as we're making the right plays of just making sure we hit bodies and, you know, not staring at the basketball when the shot goes up. And I thought we did a better job with that in the second half. Time. Before the game, I asked you how you guys were going to handle Randall. Um, you said Marcus was going to do a, a you know, good job in there. But I think overall, you guys did a solid job. Five of 24 shooting. Just talk about the job that you guys did um, guarding Randall. I thought um, Marcus just being physical with him early, you know, kind of got him frustrated a little bit. And then our shrinks defensively. I thought we were, you know, we didn't leave him on an island by itself. We were digging in and out, you know, cat and mouse getting in and out. And so just try to keep them all balanced as much as we could. And then when he spun baseline, we had Mason Zoo on the baseline, you know, waiting for him. So when you're dealing with a guy like, you know, Randall who can score the basketball and he's a tough cover, you know, so we just got to just mix up the coverages on him and try to keep them all balanced. And I thought we did that tonight. All right. So as Tyloo said, man, try to mix up the coverages, get physical with them early, have a lot of help, whether it's at the perimeter foul line extended baseline, which is centers shadowing them. Mix up the coverages. And that's what he's going to see in the playoffs, man. And Lou, uh, you know, given somewhat of a blueprint. Now, blueprints are all good and dandy. You need to have the personnel and and the coach to do it as well. You know, I, I think Tyron Lou's one of the best coaches in the NBA. Um, 
you know, and and his comments were interesting, especially when he said, you know, Mark is being physical early. Mm-hmm. And and that tells me that that was the game plan all along is from the from the tip off. Let's get physical with him early. You you play the long game where you get him frustrated early. And later on, you hope that by the second half of the ball game, it catches up to him either in two right, areas, yeah. fatigue yeah. or um, he just unravels. And it looked more so like he unraveled more than he was fatigued. And so you try to win in one of those two spots when you have a game plan like that. Uh, they got a tech out of it. Uh, so they got an opportunity to score there. And then the other interesting part was when Lou says, you know, every time that Randall was spinning, we had someone waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And that tells me that they did a lot of film work and they understood the certain spots on the court where Randall, his tendencies are. Mm-hmm. And once he makes this move, you're going to be on that side. Once he makes that move, you're going to be on that side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so outstanding by Lou. But then again, on the Knicks side, you have to be able to counter and make adjustments to this. And as a player, you have to understand Everything that Tyron Lue said was strategy. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about Julius. You have to understand that this is going to continue to be the game plan, especially in the playoffs. And somehow, Julius doesn't understand that this is all part of strategy. Yeah. So Jalen Brunson, as I tweeted, get healthy fast. Yeah, and this is, this is why you miss Brunson so much. You know, this is why you miss Brunson so bad. Um, as someone who could just take care of the ball, set the tone, control the pace, control the tempo. This is why the point guard is so important. We've seen it pre-Brunson, you know, uh, that this is why he's so important. And at this point, he's got to get healthy. They need him healthy. You might just have to let him rest and, and figure it out. Wherever to let the chips fall where they may, because he's more important to them healthy in the playoffs than to push through for seeding and these final 13 games. So when Brunson's on the court, he maybe he doesn't get the type of coverages he saw tonight because is you know as Tyron Lue explained it, that's that's a game plan for when you feel that that's your number one guy that you need to stop. Right. Those are all the game plan. Those are all the coverages that you disguise against that player. But you're able to do it more successful, successful, successfully when a Jalen Brunson is not out on the court. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's so important. I think. I know we're losing, but I also think, I hope Nick fans realize that Jalen Brunson is a star in this league. And I think yeah. his impact with, you know, him being out of the games, we're starting to see that on the court. Yep. No, no question about it, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Nick's loose to the Clippers, man. 106 to 105. Uh, CP and JD on the ones and twos. Tough loss overall. But, um, you know, we want to talk about some positive things. We could talk about Emmanuel quickly getting back on track in this game. 26 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists for quick, 8 of 18 from the field, 3 of 8 from downtown, um, 7 of 8 from the the charity stripe, 1 steal as well. You know, it was good to see quick bounce back after uh, two lackluster games coming off the double overtime hero victory over the Celtics. So it's good to see Quick bounce back, man. What did you think about Quick tonight? Boy, did he need this type of game, right? I mean, boy, did he need it because, you know, this is the first time in his career, CP, that he's getting this type of extended run at the one. 
So, you know, confidence can be shaken if, you know, he would have had another, you know, bad game. Uh, that Celtics game starts to look further and further away in, 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 in the past. And you start to think about more of your recent performances. You know, him, him going one of eight from three against the Kings, three of ten from three uh, against the, uh, the Hornets, five of 16 and one of 11. I mean that that was that was a bad two games. So him being able to have a double double with the rebounds, twenty six points, ten rebounds, is very very impressive. It shows you that you know quickly got his legs back under him. Him being able to get down there and get some boards, play a little bit of physical basketball. So very very good sign that the Knicks were able to get that performance out of him, and now he can start to you know believe in himself again, gain some confidence. They're going to yeah. need him tomorrow. Big time, big time. Uh, we're going to go to Louie from Jacksonville and then Money T's on the Discord. Get ready on deck. Louie from Jacksonville, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, guys, I haven't called you during the streak. Everything yeah. was cooking. No <laughs> need to stir the pot. Right. But here we go again. Now we lost our point guard, which we didn't have one last year. Yeah. And the Knicks have reverted to the 2022 Garbage Randall, Garbage Barrett show. And... Hey, I'm happy they quickly played fantastic in Boston, mm-hmm. but I think quickly need to stay with the second group. And I think you're right, CP. We need we should start Rose because no, um, no, no. I didn't say start Rose. I didn't say start Rose. I just said give McBride's minutes, give hey, him some hey, minutes hey, on the bench. I ain't starting hey, either, either or, either or, either or. You can't play the other guard. The other guard didn't even put up a shot. <laughs> he was on the court for seven minutes and did nothing. So. I think we do need that extra offense and, and take some pressure off of RJ and um, and Randall yeah. because right now they're the ones that forcing everything up and it's not working. It's like last year. All they did was put up trash and, <laughs> and we didn't go nowhere. So, yeah, I know we got Brunson is hurt. I agree with you. If Brunson's not 100% and he's still got some swelling and some pain in the ankle, he needs to rest. Yeah. He needs to rest. He needs to rest. We should not force him back because we're going to lose him for more time. Right. So I think we let, you know, he rushed back, gave it a little bit, couldn't go after, you know, playing 12 minutes. Hey, I, I didn't call. I've been calling before. Okay. I left you. I left everything alone. But all my people out there, I said it before. We need a point guard and we need the, the, the backup. The pickup of heart was big for the Knicks because now they got another guy that can play defense and get up and down the court and hit the boards. Yeah. And, and, and one thing you I notice, remember I told you I wanted Jay Crowder. Yes. Yes. And, and appreciate the call, man. One thing you notice with Josh Hart, boy, when he's in, he's in. Josh Hart ain't coming out that game. You know what I mean? Once he goes, he goes. And that's, that's from the, the, the end of the first through the second or the end of the third through the fourth. That's it. He's locked in. And then you, you you piece the rest of the guard rotation around him, the guard and the wing rotation around him. So that's RJ Grimes coming around on that platoon, obviously quickly starting at the one. But, yeah, that's one thing with Hart, man. Once he's in, he's in. And, look, he had a tough job to, to try to slow down Kawhi Leonard. Nobody was doing that. Whether it was Kawhi or PG, um, they, they're just, you know, so elite at shot creating and scoring. They just shoot right over you. There, there's really no problem. And, um, you know, it was a tough cover for him. But the one thing that uh, Hart does do, he gets us out in transition. And he, he was able to do that again today. I like the minutes that he and Obi put on, especially in the second quarter. I thought there was good chemistry there. I like to see Obi on the attack mode. Obi looked good being, being aggressive and not just 
settling for corner threes and not just looking at the, you know, pass or dribble handoff. Like, get aggressive, man, and get out there, use your athleticism and make a play. It was good to see. How many, how many minutes he played, CP? Uh, let, let's, let's check that. It's, it's a good question, you say. And the way you, the way, the way you posed it, uh, I'm sure it wasn't much. 13. 13 minutes for, for Obadiah tonight. And, two, uh, and then two, two, two more than normal. All right. So he made a little bit of progress. Maybe he, tomorrow he we'll get not, 15. He has not gotten past 11, it seems. Yeah. Uh, look it up here. But it seems like Obi Toppin hasn't been um, getting more than 11 minutes. Uh, his last three games, yeah, 12, 12, 13. Yeah. Yep. Progress. And yeah, progress. One minute. Progress. Um, and. You know, and I mentioned in the, in the play-by-play, in terms of Tibbs being able to take some risk with, you know, and it's crazy that we even have to use the word is risk mm-hmm. with just being able to give a certain player or certain players more minutes at certain spots mm-hmm. in terms of feeling the game. Just because, you know, you're not saying that Obi is better than Randall. Absolutely not. But there's certain games where you just need to tell the big fella, like, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to play you 36, 38 minutes tonight. We're going to play 29. We're going to give five, six more minutes during this stretch because we're playing well in this stretch. We just seem to have more energy. The ball is moving better, you know, and I thought that they, you know, Tibbs could have taken that type of risk with Obi tonight, even even as Obi was 0-4 from three, but he was 4-9 overall. And you saw just the energy. He gives the team opportunities to maybe get an outlet pass and get an easy dunk, as he he does a lot of times off long rebounds. He he leaks out and he puts pressure on the defense. Um, and I like when he plays with Josh Hart. Josh Hart always looks when Josh Hart gets these long rebounds. He always picks his head up and he's always looking down court yep. to see if someone's down court or if he has a clear lane to attack the basket. Uh, so I like Josh Hart playing with Obi because of the pressure that Hart puts on the defense the way that he pushes the ball up the court. Um, and I just thought tonight could have been one of those nights where Tibbs could have just taken some risk, uh, including Obi and playing him more minutes. But, you know, it's the template, and that's just the way it's going to roll. So that means that Randall has to pick it up. So good night by Obi. Five rebounds as well, CP. When I, Like I said, when Obi's able to give me more than three rebounds, I'm selling. <laughs> it's a good day. That's, it's a, that's it's a, a good day, man. It's a good day. Yeah. Ten points, five rebounds. No, uh, one turnover. It's a good Can't job. It's a good, good, good job. job by him. Let's take a look at uh, some more of the numbers in this game, man. By the numbers presented by Prize Picks, and again, one of the things that stuck out: Knicks is shooting putrid uh, from the floor once again, man. Just, uh, just not a good night shooting for the Knicks. Knicks overall shooting thirty-five percent from the field, twenty-two percent from three. And when the other team's gunners are, are gunning, you're just not going to get it done that way. They did shoot the ball well from the charity stripe, 88%, only missing three free throws. So that was a little bit better. But 71%, 7 for 31 from downtown is not going to get it done. They did lose the assist battle by, by just one assist, 22 to 21. Uh, they did battle the boards. They win the battle of the boards, 54 to 39, which, which was certainly good. However, um, of the how many offensive rebounds did they finish with? They finished with 20 offensive rebounds, man. Now, offensive rebounds. And, and again, between uh, Josh Hart, between Mitch, you know, Mitch had eight, quickly had four, Hartenstein three, Hart three. So it was good effort and that was good hustle there. Uh, but you also want to see that them converting those into, into points. You want, you want to see them converting those into points. 
And for the second night in a row, uh, they did win this, the second chance battle, uh, 16 to 13. But, um, you know, you, you want to see them be able to cash in a little bit there. How did they lose this game? You well, just mentioned by the numbers. 80, 89% free throw, yeah. higher, than the, higher than the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're basically tied in assists. They out-rebounded them 54 mm-hmm. to 39. Kept on pacing points in the paint. More second-chance points. Yeah. How did they lose the game? You know how? When you see stats like this, CP, all it comes down to is one player. Yeah. You look on your team Stars. because you're looking at, wait, how did we lose the game? 20 offensive rebounds, 54 rebounds overall to their 39? Yeah. Second-chance points? Well, you look at the field goal percentage. You shot 35% to their 48. to 48, bro. Well, there was a player that was 5 of 24. That's your answer. And then the, the secondary answer is, how did what happened? Well, you were up one. Your best player tonight unraveled. And then the team unraveled. That's it. That's, That's it. how you lost this game. Simple and plain. Because if, 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 if you out-rebound teams like you did tonight, you shoot 89% from the free throw line, you get more second-chance points, you get 20 offensive rebounds. I mean, the Knicks might make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because you're going to have an outstanding chance to win basketball games with those type of numbers. But that, 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 it, sometimes it comes down to that, CP. Yeah. Comes that's down. my buy the numbers. Comes, comes down to your star being a star and uh, just wasn't there tonight. 35% from the field. 35% from the field, man. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, um, by the numbers, the key stats of the game is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy uh, for you people at home. Try it out. Go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFTV, and they will match your deposit of up to $100. So it's a great way to get started. Let's say you want to play with $20. They'll match you $20. You have $40 to play with. Let's say you want to put $100 in the pot. They will match your $100, and then you have $200 to play with. So, uh, you know, the Knicks weren't winners tonight, JD, but CP the franchise was a winner tonight in prize picks in a couple of ways, in a couple of ways. So, Here's where I went today. And, and again, the way you play prize picks, very easy. You're going to pick between two to six players. You can mix and match sports. Whether it's NBA, NHL, you have World Baseball Classic going on right now. If you're into esports, whatever you're into, they have a number of stats to choose from as well. And you're just going to predict whether or not that player is going to do more or less than the given stat projection that prize picks has outlined for that night. So here's where I went in this game, JD. I went with. The claw. Nobody's stopping Kawhi Leonard right now. More than 26 and a half points. And he finished with 34. You know, Nick's chick doesn't like when I bet against the Knicks, all that. But this is business. Kawhi Leonard's <laughs> been unstoppable. And uh, the, the, the Knicks had no true wing to, to slow him down. So that, to me, that was my, my lock of the night. Uh, now, I went with Brody with less then 13 and a half points. One thing about Westbrook, yeah, you know, he's trying to revitalize his career with the Clippers, but he's still shooting bricks. All right, so I went with uh, 13 and a half, less than 13 and a half, and he finished with seven, so I hit on that. Emmanuel quickly, with no Jalen Brunson in here tonight, um, I, was, I was betting on quick to have a bounce-back game, especially from beyond the arc. So I went with quickly with more than two and a half um, three-pointers made, and he finished with three. So I hit on those. And then um, now 
I had Grimes with more than 10 and a half points. He was trending well in the first quarter. Never got back on track for the rest of the game, so I missed that. And then I have Desmond Bain going tonight. I have Desmond Bain against Dallas with more than 23 and a half points. Now, I did play two tickets. Another ticket I had, I had the same Kawhi Leonard, more than 26 and a half points. I had Mitchell Robinson, Block Nest Monster, with more than 18 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I had Josh Hart with more than six and a half rebounds. He finished with eight. Oh, by the way, on that Mitchell number, he finished with 21. So I hit that over as well. And then I put the Westbrook pick and Grimes as well. So on one ticket, I finished with four out of five. And on the next ticket, I'm waiting on Desmond Bain. If he hits, I have four out of five as well. How'd you do it? Off to a solid start. Um, off to a solid start. Uh, I took Kawhi. Oh, you got a, you got a, such a favorable line. You had 26 and a half on Kawhi? Yeah, what'd you get? I got 28 and a half by the time I put the ticket what, in. What time did you play? Late or early? I played early. I, no, I played late. Okay, I played, yeah, played I played late. around like maybe like three hours before before tip-off. Yeah, right, 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 right. When when I logged on is around there is where I put um, I put my ticket live, and yeah. they they raise. Sometimes they do that, it, like you know, depending on injury reports or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Norman Powell was declared out. I, I don't know, but sometimes they play with the lines. I still picked the over, mm-hmm. and and Kawhi, you know, I hit on that. Um, I played Emmanuel quickly. I played him over eighteen and a half. I played him on the points, mm-hmm. and you know, I hit on that. Um, I played R.J. Barry. I told you this. Yep. <laughs> 22 and a half points. Yep, yep. I hit the over. Without Jalen Brunson, he, he has been hitting the over without him. I played that streak. Streak comes to an end today. Uh, that was not good. And then I played Quick, Quentin Grimes. It, it, this is also a basketball point. It, 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 you know what? Let me finish. Yeah. Desmond Bain, more than three, two and a half, three-pointers. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. Mm-hmm. I picked him on over two and a half, three-pointers. Draymond Green, I picked him less than nine and a half points. We'll see on that. So Westbrook hit the over. And then Grimes, uh, um, RJ, and I have a second ticket with, with Kawhi and, uh, and Grimes as well. Okay. Now, Grimes, I picked him more than ten and a half points. He hit seven. Yeah, me CP. too. Me too, man. He hit all that. He shot one attempt in the second half. Right, right, right. And I, and I told you before when I was doing my tickets, right? I got two tickets going. But I told you before, I picked, I liked Grimes as the over because he's been hitting the over. He's been getting 12 or 13 points easy since Brunson's been out because there's more opportunities. And he has seven points, mm-hmm. one shot attempt in the second half after he, he makes three of seven in the first half. How? That's coaching yeah. too. Like, you got to get these players going, bro. Yeah. One shot. I, I hate that, man. It's frustrating, man. I thought at that point, forget gambling or anything. I thought at that point, it, 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 you know, I was going to hit the over. Yeah. But then it's like, we, you saw that stretch where he wasn't making threes, but he was playmaking. He was driving. Putting the ball on the floor, and driving. Like, he was looking great. He looked that. great in the first quarter, bro. He, he looked but great. no, we want to give Julius 13 shots in the second half when he had 11 in the first and did nothing with it. Yeah. I mean, come on. We got we to gotta get Grimes going here. Fred, that's a so, fact, man. So once again, for you people at home, man, play to win, but play responsibly. Go to prizefix.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. I want to salute some people in the chat, man. Shout out my guy, Larry Medina. My guy, Larry Medina, was in the building tonight. Um, he says, uh, he says Julius looked cooked at warm-ups. He looked pretty tired out there. 
And shout out to uh, Kasha Monique, who is also in the building. She was like, she says, I was at the game, but there's no place like MSG. So shout out to those guys. Also want to shout out Kev Boogie 22. He has joined the franchise channel membership. Shout out to Kev Boogie 22. Welcome to the squad, and we appreciate your support. Okay, let's get to some more calls, man. Um, I had mo- I had Money Tees on the Discord. Money Tees, are you there? I'll mute your mic. Money Tees, NY. Money Tees, Money Tees. Going once. There we go. Yes, sir. You hear me? You hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. What's your name? Where you calling in from? My name is Mel from Brooklyn. What's up, CP? What up, JD, man? man? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling about tonight's good, game, good. man? Rapid fire, rapid fire. Let's Look, go. man. I'm going to have to take every L we get without JB, man. This team going to go as far as Jalen Brunson takes us, man. Yeah. Boom, right? Yeah. We'll be topping shooting more threes than Reggie Miller out there. Um, what's going on? He need to go to the basket. When he go to the basket, good things happen. Always yeah. been like that with OB. Boom, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, last thing I'm going to say is we got to get Carmelo Anthony and go rest um, Randall and rest Brunson to the playoffs because – it's quiet for us without without Brunson. Brunson, the composure of this team. Go sign Melo for a couple of weeks or something, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> he was he was trending. Ooh. He was trending well, you know. He he was I trending mean, well. I I, 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 mean. I I say I say you take it easy on him because. One of the very few callers that comes up here says rapid fire. It was actually rapid fire. Yeah, I, I'll give him the I'll give him credit for the rapid fire. But to, you know, to end this call with we need mellow back. Like what? For, for a couple weeks. For a couple weeks, just just so we just so we steady the ship. He wouldn't even be eligible for the playoffs, right? I, I don't I think don't, I don't even want to. I think the, I think the um, deadlines. I'm talking about not even him, but like anybody we sign. I don't know if, if they would be. Or is it no. a, a transaction plan? Rate, 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 that, rate that call in the chat. I'd like to present that call to the chat for a vote. One being trash, five being facts. Let me see where, where all my mellow, where, where team mellow stands are. If if the mellow hive is still You alive, might be surprised. That. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I want that. I, I want to bring that to a vote for the chat. One being trash, five being facts. Is it tomatoes or fire emojis for my guy Money Tees? Rex the Awesome said that's a point five. Bobby says minus one. <laughs> Father Peace, two and a half. I, you, you might have had him. You might have sold him just a little bit. Oh, Manny man. Bates, channel member with a five. Yeah. And I, I, wants mellow. I threw my guy Larry Medina up on the Jumbotron. Uh, this is my guy Larry Medina in the building at Crypto.com Arena. Sporting is Knicks fan TV snap. That's right, man. I, I met Larry a couple times. Met him out here, I'm pretty sure. And then, um, and then we had linked up at the San Fran link up, and a uh, real cool dude. He's based out there in LA now, and he was at the game tonight repping. So shout out to Larry, man. Shout out to everybody uh, who's been repping their uh, their KFTV snaps. Go to knicksfantv.com/shop to get yours. And yeah, man, salute to everybody in the chat once again. All right, a couple more. Uh, we're gonna Omar Omar from the Bronx. You're gonna be on deck. And then let me hear from Jimmy from Texas. Jimmy, how you feeling? Matter of fact, Jimmy, hold that thought. Because we got the rhyme animal Chuck D on the line, man. We, we got to get to my guy. We got to get to the legend. Chuck, how you feeling? I don't want to cut off Jimmy, man. Um, and I'm not going to go in on money. I'll try to make it rapid fire. Yeah. I mean, first we want to we, we be able to do uh, 
uh, rose some justice first before we think Melo. I mean, yeah. I mean, why is Tibbs keeping seven other players on the team if they never going to get no runs? So, but I, I mean, I kind of expected. It. I mean, we we unbalanced. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I knew that when we was gonna face the the Clippers, man, with Mook being there, mm-hmm. and they were going through a downturn. I, I I knew it was gonna be one of those alpha male. I was I was your master teacher at a point, and that was the same thing that always used to happen to to, to our man Patrick Ewan and Cartwright. He never got past mm. Cartwright. Mm. Too much respect, and I just knew that tonight, man, if they're gonna throw Mook at Randall, Randall ain't gonna impose on Mook. This is just how it is sometimes. So, yeah. I mean, well, a lot of us were talking four. No, I don't know what we were seeing, man. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm I said two and two. We'll be lucky if we go man. two and two, man. And nobody in the chat, chat at yeah. the TM, nobody in the chat voted one for one and three, one, one and three on this road trip. Yeah, man. Hopefully we get tomorrow. And, 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 and we know everybody's watching cam, mm-hmm. the, the cam watch over in Portland. So, um, you know, I mean, listen, man, Mitch was big tonight, I thought. I thought, you know, Josh Hart was the dog. Obi was dope tonight. Um, IQ was IQ, you know, and Grimes was Grimes. And, but, you know, teams know each other. I knew iHeart wasn't going to do anything against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. A couple of times iHeart was going up and they was get that garbage out of yeah, here. We know yeah. you. So, I mean, uh, my, my last note, man, you know, hopefully, uh, look, every game is a playoffs right now. And I think Instead of trying to like hold on for to seed spots and trying to predict this team better for us versus that team, we just got to win as many games as possible and be ready to face who we face. As simple yeah. as that, man. Out. Appreciate I'm out, it. y'all. Appreciate it, OG. It's Ryan Animal, Chuck D, man. Everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat. Knicks lose 106 to 95 to the Clippers, the first of two in LA. They'll see the Lakers tomorrow night. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us for Play by Play Live. We'll be starting at 8.50 Eastern Time. Join JD on the ones on the solo dolo, man. We'll break down the game, keys to the game, and then get right into it, man, with live play by play. And so make sure you tune into that. Now, with the Knicks loss, they are virtually tied with the Nets right now for the fifth seed. Nets winning in overtime against the Timberwolves last night. I was watching that game last night. And, um, you know, it, it was, uh, it was a 12 round battle, man. Went into overtime and, and the Nets just, uh, just, just made their plays, man. Royce O'Neal coming up big for them. Dinwiddie cashing in and, you know, Nets are building some confidence right now. So they're basically tied for fifth. And just remember with the tiebreakers, it's going to come down to conference record. So their season series between the Knicks and the Nets are tied. They're two and two. So if they finish the season tied, it's going to come down to conference record and so you know Knicks are gonna have to win some games he's still got two more games against the Heat I said I think some against the the Wizards couple against the Pacers as well so you're gonna want to win those games one against the Cavs big game against the Cavs on March 31st but with this loss the Knicks are now three games in back of the Cavs for fourth and when we talk about conference records between the Knicks and the Nets uh next next Nets are 26 and 18 Knicks are 28 and 17 so Brunson, get back, please. JB, please. we need you. Please get back. JB, we need you, man. Because oh my God. This, this is gonna back. be a dog fight, man. This is gonna be a dog fight to the finish. I didn't think CP I mean, man, it, 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 he's a legit star. Like, think about even the win without him. 
Yeah. Like now in the moment, it was like we are in the moment. So we're looking at it from a different perspective. But now looking at this stretch, even that I'm looking at that Celtics win even differently. Now I'm thinking, look at the Herculean type of performances we needed to beat the Celtics. Right. Like we needed that to beat them because Brunson wasn't out. And then look how it's yeah. followed up. This team looks completely different without him. Completely different. So we got to get him a foot transplant or something, man. We got to get him back right, man. You know. <laughs> uh, Rack City, Rack City on the Discord. Go ahead, let's try it again. Rack City. Rack City, Rack City. All right, he unmuted his mic. He's, there's no words coming out, Rack City. All right, so we'll drop you off. Let me get to uh, back to Jimmy because I did cut him off. Uh, Jimmy, what's going on? What's going on, guys? How you my feeling? first time calling in, JD, CP, yeah. how you doing? Good, man. How you feeling? I, uh, I got a lot of frustration boiling over. I Normally, I don't call, but I, I look at this as like my moment of sanity. I'll be, my moment of sanity, I'll be brief, but I wanted to talk to you guys. Okay. See about how uh, we can move forward, move to the Lakers game. What, what should we do offensively? I think we should feed Randall low post. And, and really, uh, instead of having him dribble the ball up the court, try to be the point forward Randall, turnover prone Randall of last season. You know, you could see it. He goes in that spin cycle every time. It's like a scout, scouting report for the past three games. Just let him do that and steal the ball. Steal the ball. Steal the ball. Yeah. But I wanted to get you guys' take and uh, find out, like, how we could uh, beat the Lakers and, and really come out of the road trip. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, the biggest thing for him is, is going to be making those adjustments, man. Seeing where the attention is coming from, seeing where the double teams are going to be coming from, making quick decisions, you know, you know, cut down on, on the spin moves. What, 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 uh, Alan Hahn on, on today, on today's broadcast has called it the, uh, the tornado, tornado, something terrible tornado, whatever it's called, Yeah. you know, Tasmanian <laughs> turnover, whatever you want to call it. Cut. He's got to cut down on that. He, he's, he's got to cut down on that. Right. Uh, you hope conti- quickly continues to play well. RJ also obviously has to step up because this Lakers defense is it's a good defense, man. It's definitely, yeah. definitely a good yeah. defense. I mean, AD, AD is, a, is, is a good defender, but, you know, no LeBron. I mean, do you put Randall? He's so effective in the low post. Just go out. Let him, let him, let him be like a, a – I mean, it's not an old-school game like it was the days of, like, Olajuwon and Serena yeah. Jabbar and all that. Let him just – score inside and quit trying to be Kobe Bryant on the outside. The great Kobe yeah. Bryant trying to shoot up three. Well, look, <laughs> That's man, I case. mean, uh, yeah, obviously, but look, it's, it's a physical game, man. It's a physical game. Um, we, we've seen when Julius wants to get aggressive and attack the basket, he's very capable of doing so and, and he can do it well, but who know, who knows? Could it be, could it be, could it be fatigue? Could it be he's physically worn out? So he's settling for jumpers. I don't know, but you want to see that especially when the shots aren't falling. You want to see him attack and be aggressive, but there's a price you pay on your body for doing that as well. You know, he's a big guy. He's a physical guy himself. So um, I'm sure that takes a toll on, on you as well when you're going through the 82-game slog. So we'll see how it goes, man. Certainly see how it goes. J.D., anything what? else on the, on the Randall front? Well, uh, on the Lakers uh, front, in terms of him asking how we, how we can beat the Lakers, uh, well, you can't foul them because they're second in the league in free throw attempts per game, so shooting 26 free throws per game. Um, so you, you have to stay home, play defense, um, and not foul them too much. Don't put them on the line too much and, and have them give them the ability to put up points. They're eighth in the league in uh, points per game. 
Um, and the, their offense has gotten better. Uh, although they're 26 in the league in three-point percentage, they've added a lot of uh, new personnel with Beasley and D'Angelo Russell, who came back yesterday yeah. and had a very good game. He had 28 points last night against the Raptors, um, and he had five threes. So you got to defend the three. Don't put them on the free throw line. And Vanderbilt versus Julius Randle is going to be the matchup because I think they're going to start out with Jared Vanderbilt on Julius yeah. to preserve Davis's fouls, preserve Davis's energy. And they'll probably start Davis on Mitchell Robinson Mitch. as the center because they've gone a little bit extra small now as Davis is now your, right. your center. So um, that's the, if they do that, I think they, they, give them, they give themselves a very good chance to win. And Mitch's discipline is going to be tested again, you know, with, with AD. Uh, will AD pull him from the basket? If so, it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, the Knicks guards are going to have to be rebounding Randall as well as, as, a, as a unit to slow down the Lakers, you know, and prevent them from getting second-chance opportunities as well. So the AD matchup is, is definitely going to be a big one for Mitch. And, and one last thing, mm-hmm. uh, CP, that Lakers bench is, is starting to get potent now mm-hmm. because of the acquisition of D'Angelo Russell. Now Dennis Schroeder goes into the bench. Mm-hmm. He had 23 points last night. And a, a, a little under-the-radar uh, key factor for the Lakers is Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. He's starting to pick up. He had 18 points. Last night, um, he's been a quiet, nice contributor for the Lakers off the bench. So, true story. This Lakers team looks a lot different now uh, with some of these, you know, added additions. Big facts. Uh, Omar from the Bronx. Omar, let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. How you doing? Hey, man. Thanks for the show, man. These mm-hmm. are always therapeutic, especially after a stretch like this. Yeah. But yeah. listen, I'll say this, man. In, in terms of the seeding, like whether we get four, five, or six, obviously I'd like four, mm-hmm. but I'm not really too concerned about that. It, it's about coming in healthy. Uh, mainly Mitchell Robinson and Jalen Brunson, those two seem to be the most injury prone. So that's really what my concern is. Mm-hmm. Again, you'd want the four seed, but worst case scenario, we drop into the plane. We'll get the seventh or eighth. I'm pretty confident we'll win at least one of the two games, the two chances we have. Mm-hmm. So that's not really my concern. But my main point, Listen, the two players who are supposed to be our stars, I know Brunson is the star, uh, whether Tibbs knows it or not, but the two players who are supposed to be our stars, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, they both have what the other one lacks. Julius has the bag that R.J. lacks. He has the skills that R.J. lacks. I think anybody who watches Knicks games knows that. Mm -hmm. And R.J. has the mentality, (laughs) self-control, and just the mindset that Julius lacks. That's the truth. Listen, (laughs) today was embarrassing, man. Today was embarrassing. Like, we, there was a game last year, and I remember watching the show afterwards. I forgot who we played, but it was Mm -hmm. the game where Randall, like, got into it with the dude that was trying to show him something on the laptop. Yes. And I remember, like... You, you too, CP, like you were guilty of this as well. And so mm-hmm. some of the fans, they were like, oh, it's not a big deal. That yes. happens all the yeah. time. No, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't happen all the time. Like, that's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. It looks childish. Even Fournier today, I think you guys mentioned it. He was looking at him like, dude, like, he was just, like, done with it. Like, yeah. and even the young guys, you can see it on quickly. You can see it with Obi. They're just, like, really, like, it's, and I think that's why the fans have this, like, apprehensive relationship with Julius Randle. When have we ever had a two-time All-Star that the fans, I'm not going to say we don't want to get behind them, even at the Garden, mm-hmm. but they're just tentative because they just mm-hmm. know that at some point he's going to self-destruct. And the game plan on Randall, it's not about double teams. It's not about any of that. It's just get him frustrated and he'll beat himself. That's all you need to do. Get him frustrated, yeah. get physical with him. He'll beat himself. Yeah. So th- that's where the team's at. 
Um, I wouldn't, you know, I think the Nets, they have a tough schedule going down the stretch. So I think we'll probably land between five or six. Mm -hmm. But that's what it comes down to, man. Our stars got to play. We could talk whatever we want to say about the glue guys. Oh, Grimes got his shot. Quickly's Mm -hmm. got, they're going to be on and off. They're glue guys. Mm -hmm. If our main dudes, RJ, who we give a pass to all the time, Mm -hmm. and RJ aren't playing like stars, this is what it's going to be. Yeah, you're not going to win. This is what it's going to be, so. You're not going to win. Thanks for taking my call, man. Great great points. Great points, Omar. Appreciate the call, man. Um, yeah, I, I thought Omar was definitely spitting that stuff for your five-star call. And it's frustrating. Look, uh, th- things happen in, in the heat of the moment. We see it in the NBA all the time. You, you just had a situation with Draymond, Draymond Green, you know, knocked out Jordan Poole in, in training camp. Uh, but they're still the champs. You know, Michael Jordan knocked out Steve Kerr. They're still the champs. You, you had incidents. You had a Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam going at it. Things happen. Right. So that's why I look past the laptop. It's in like whatever. These things happen in the heat of the battle. When when everybody's trying to win on the team, you might have difference of opinion. You might have, you know, miscommunication here, there, and guys are trying to work it out. But it just seems with Julius, when when he gets off his center like that, he's done. He's done. You know what I'm saying? Like we we used to see back in the day. We see it all the time when, when games get too physical, refs swallow the whistle and let guys play, and guys would handle it their own, handle the, you know, issue the justice on their own, right? How many times when we used to watch Shaq, when guys would be tackling Shaq, doing this, that, and the third, and, and he would, out of frustration, catch you with a bow, right, to send a message to you, send a message to the ref. But right after that, he's back in it dominating. With Julius, once he's gone, it's hard to get him back, and this is why he's holding tight team. Well, to, to even Tibbs is, hold, is hugging him, holding him down. They realize it's an issue, man. It's not a good look, man. And it, it's funny because, you know, you put it perfectly in terms of countering those that say what you just illustrated in terms of, you know, this happens, J.D. This happens around the NBA. Like, why, why are we criticize Julius for it? We see it with Draymond. We used to see it, you know, sometimes with Kobe and the rest. We saw it with Jordan. We see it with this, this and that and the fourth, this player and that player. Yeah. And do you see what happens after those players get, get it in right. with, the, with the refs? You see what happens after those players get a tech? They step their game up. That's right. That's right. Like, you think it's easy to put up with what Draymond Green does with, with the Warriors? But what has that done? That's gotten them four championships. And right. then Draymond steps up his defense. Draymond steps up his intensity. And yes, it, it, it can be annoying, but certain things you actually look forward to happening because that actually elevates the player. Yeah. That's and it. it's just vice versa with Julius. Yeah. It, it galvanizes. That's the problem. It, ga- it galvanizes. If this, if this got him amped and this got him to play better, I, w- I don't care. That's I, w- right. I would be all for it. And That's you know right. what else will happen? Your teammates would be all for it. That's right. Because they would understand, uh-oh, he's about to turn up now. Because mm-hmm. when this happens, he turns up. Mm-hmm. But everybody on the bench is like, yo, chill, 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 chill. We're about to lose you. <laughs> We're about to lose you. Come yeah. back. Come back. No. Come, come back, Oh, man. man we lost. We it's, lost it's, Julius. It's Game's over. It's tough, man. That's the reaction of the Knicks bench when it, it. when it happens to Julius. That's the problem. Cody Glock, rapid fire. Cody Glock, let's go. Cody. Eat rapid fire, my yeah. ear. Yep, let's go. Wait, what? All right, we lost Cody, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. With him. I that was that was Roadrunner. Yeah, I think I think uh, that was a true fire. rapid fire. <laughs> I don't know what he said. Did well, he say he, Mitchie no snitchy like a point five seconds? I don't know what he said. It, it, I mean, 
I don't know if you could have a Mitch call today with what Mitch did. Yeah, I don't know, man. Jose from Puerto Rico, go ahead and close this out. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, JD did a great uh, play-by-play a couple of times. It really helps me out because I live in Puerto Rico and sometimes I don't get the games. Mm -hmm. Number one is, uh, fellas, let's get to reality. We got a daunting schedule. Mm -hmm. Miami, the Raptors, and the... The Raptors, Miami, and Cleveland are are are, are for real, and the Nets, mm-hmm. they're for real. The uh, game that we lost to uh, Charlotte, it, it really hurt us. And and when it comes to Randall, shut up. Do what Van Fleet did. Mm-hmm. He went out, paid thirty grand, and he did his gripes, and he said it on the, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the stage. Don't don't you know? Don't complain and lose the game for us. He's a freaking head case. So, Nick fans, get back to reality. We got a daunting schedule. Let's keep it optimistic. But the Nets, Atlanta, and the Raptors are for real, and they're coming up close. Coming and close. they got easy schedules. Coming That's close. all I got to say. Jose, Take it easy, fellas. Thanks for the call, man. Good to hear from you. And uh, good show, guys. All things considered, tough loss. But uh, great show. Great show to the Maz. Great show. Edgar, great show. TM, great show. Chuck D, great job. JD on a play-by-play and post-game double duties. Knicks lose, man. 106 to 95. And they got to get right back to it tomorrow against the Lakers, man. So we'll be here. We'll be here for it all, man. Win, lose, or draw. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Make sure you guys tap in with us. I want to salute the Super Chats that have come in. Uh, he goes, uh, Kevin, Kevin Minnis, uh, channel member says it's not about Brunson. It's about heart, soul, and mental toughness. He goes, Oh, and fire tips. Oh man. Well, it's crap. about Brunson. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, Ron severe 10 hour super chat. Shout out to Ron. Uh, Ron definitely did purchase his, uh, his snapback. So I hope you got that one. Shout out to Ron. He says the difference in two days was they got Kawhi to take over down the stretch and we got Julius. In today's game, difference in today's game. JR, fight out super chat to stop sulking. Julius Tibbs was kidding when he said quickly was his guy in the Boston press conference. Shout out to my two cents. Just read up on his channel membership. He says, after randoms, Randall's tantrum tonight, tell Alex I call the locksmith installing window locks on Monday, and I'll keep him locked until uh, JB's heel is 100. Uh, shout out to RJT. Not gonna read that one. Ty73 says Julius will end up being getting bought out and peace in Taiwan. Is that what wild? Yeah. <laughs> wild. Uh let's see. Who else we got here? I think I got the rest of these. I think I got the rest of these. Uh, shout out Ryan Manuel Chuck D says Kawhi already reminded the league this season it starts in March his season starts in March the claw is fresh we are beat up Clippers are 15 deep and spent Bombers billions we must win shout out to Blood of the Panther he fired out Super Chat he says Brunson has had more injuries this season with the Knicks than the entire tenure with the Mavs oh happens you know, injuries happen. Maybe it's a result of uh, more full-time work. Who knows? Uh, but we just hope he bounces back. A freak NY fight out Super Chat says, let him rest next man up. We need Brunson healthy for the first round. This is his team now. And shout out to Lendo Manning. 
right, guys. Uh, remember that this show is uh, presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Also, go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. You can also catch this show in audio podcast format after every game. So no reason to miss it. We are everywhere, man. So uh, check us out on podcast format. Follow us on Spotify, on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to the channel. Share this video. And that's the story, man. 106.95. Knicks lose three in a row now. Let's uh, get back on track tomorrow, man. CPJD, we out of here. Peace. Take my leg, Brunson. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.